Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Sleepless in China, published by the World of Chinese. Written by Sun Jiahui. Read to you by Cliff Larson. With the growing numbers of Chinese suffering from sleep disorders, can medicine or the markets offer the best cures? While most people spend around a third of their lives, around eight hours a day, fast asleep, there are plenty of others who feel they spend just as long trying to nod off. Ji Jun, a 31-year-old employee in a Shanghai trade company, is among many who've struggled with insomnia. Her problem began about five years ago, when she began spending entire nights tossing and turning. There was no obvious reason. Many times I just thought, I won't be able to sleep again tonight. And then I really couldn't, recalls Ji. It was a vicious cycle. The worse I felt before going to sleep, the harder it was for me to sleep. Then the next day, I would be very drowsy at work. Ji is one of millions of insomniacs in China. It's by no means a new issue. A proverb from the Warring States period described a king as being unable to sleep soundly in bed, due to anxiety over matters of state. But nowadays, modern problems such as pressure of work, noise pollution, and the constant use of digital devices are more often blamed for sleeplessness. Statistics vary, but according to a 2018 report issued by the Chinese Medical Doctors Association, over 300 million Chinese have some form of sleep disorder, and the problem disproportionately affects the young. Over 60% of the post-90s generation feel they don't get enough rest. It's not just a matter of feeling tired at work the next day. Ji has experienced an increase in related symptoms like migraine headaches, depression, memory problems, and hair loss. A 2017 survey conducted by Tencent and the French pharmaceutical multinational Sanofi found that 80% of respondents had experienced sleeplessness. Two-thirds of sufferers said they needed more than 30 minutes to fall asleep, and more than half woke up at least twice during the night. All of these symptoms can be classified as sleeplessness, according to Dr. Sunwei, head of the sleep medicine department at the Peking University 6th Hospital, who divides the cause into three categories. Predisposing factors such as hereditary conditions and personality, precipitating factors, like a physical or mental disorder, 
and perpetuating factors, such as treatments or responses that aggravate the situation. Ji has tried a number of methods to tackle her condition, including herbal supplements, alcohol, and apps that claim to promote healthy sleep cycles, all without success. As the final resort, a psychiatrist prescribed sleeping pills, but she says, when I take the pills, I just slept like I was dead. When I woke up, it wasn't very comfortable, feeling lethargic. She adds, though, that if she didn't take the pills, she wouldn't sleep at all. Prescription medicine isn't a popular option among most insomniacs. Only 4.5% of respondents to the 10 cent survey stated that they would go to the hospital for treatment, and more than 57% of sufferers would refuse to take any medicine at all. I just don't think it's a big deal, a 50-year-old accountant from Liaoning province, surnamed Chen, told the world of Chinese. Chen has endured insomnia for about four years, believing it is linked to menopause. People at the change of life often can't sleep well. It's painful, but I don't think I need to treat it specially. And I don't want to become dependent on sleeping pills. Not believing sleeplessness can be a disorder and overestimating the side effects of sleep medication are both common misunderstandings among people, says Dr. Sun, adding that some sufferers are simply resigned to thinking that the condition is incurable. Psychiatrist Liu Anming adds that many patients feel shame about even admitting to having trouble sleeping. Some people may think, why is it me who has insomnia? Does it mean I have problems? Medication is not actually most doctors' first recommendation, asserts Dr. Sun. Before treatment, almost all of Dr. Sun's patients first undergo cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia, CBT-I, which involves a routine of going to bed at 10.30 p.m., getting up at 5.30 a.m., taking no naps, doing an hour's aerobic exercise every day, and taking at least an hour out of each day to calm down and relax. Basically, uh, doctors will prescribe pills only when they have to, says Dr. Sun, meaning uh, when the consequences of insomnia are more severe than the side effects of pills. Despite this, Chen has little desire to see a doctor, preferring to draw her solutions from China's growing sleep aid market. Some months ago, Chen started taking melatonin, a hormone that helps regulate the sleep cycle, and bought a pillow stuffed with Chinese herbs designed to ease anxiety. She says now she's sleeping better, if not necessarily longer. Whether or not that's simply a placebo effect, Chen is also planning to buy a better mattress to further improve her rest. Thanks to customers like Chen, the sleep aid market has grown to about 280 billion renminbi by 2017, according to Bosai Data Research Center, with health supplements adding 12.8 billion renminbi, sleep monitoring and assisting devices at 250 billion renminbi, and sleep medication at 13.4 billion renminbi. 
data from Tmall shows that during the shopping site's 2019 618 shopping festival, sales in imported snooze-inducing commodities grew 530% over the previous year, with melatonin jellies, essential oils and sprays, and high-end bedding and eye masks among the most popular items. On Apple's App Store, there are dozens of apps that claim to monitor sleep quality or assist one's rest with soothing music, many of which have been downloaded tens of thousands of times. Both Ji and Chen use them. A recent bestseller on e-commerce website is the Gravity Cover, a heavy quilt weighing over 10 kilograms that claims to give users pressure stimulation to induce sleep. Meanwhile, food and drink companies, health brands, and savvy entrepreneurs have woken up to the opportunities of sleep-deprived market. Dairy company Mungnyo introduced its goodnight milk containing nerve-calming components like spine date seed and soothing tuckahoe root this October. In July, the Want Want group launched its Dream Dream beverage containing thionin, an amino acid used to treat anxiety, and chamomile extract. Walnut milk manufacturer Six Walnuts has updated their product line with new offerings that claim to ease sleep disorders among the elderly. Also now popular in some first-tier cities like Guangzhou and Shanghai are sleep experience stores, which measure customers' sleep quality with machines and purport to identify the most suitable mattresses and bedding for their age or body type. Operators of rental sleep pods have set up in office buildings in Beijing, Shanghai, and Chengdu, charging red-eye, white-collar workers just under 10 renminbi a pop to nap in a two-square-meter cabin during work hours. But along with this booming sleep economy comes concerns with the long-term effects and safety of some of these products. Last month, the phrase, melatonin may cause infertility, began trending on Sina Weibo, provoking widespread discussion over the popularity and use of such products. Sleeping pod services, too, have been suspended in all cities due to safety and privacy concerns. Dr. Sun and Liu both have reservations about these consumer products. Dr. Liu, the psychiatrist, worries that there are no strict standards of how sleep apps deal with the data they collect which includes users' sleeping hours and quality. While Dr. Sun says that the effects of sleep aids are unproven, they're definitely less reliable than therapy prescribed by doctors. Ideally, insomniacs should seek professional help instead of trying to weather the condition by themselves, warns Dr. Liu. In some cases, if people let sleeplessness develop uncontrollably, their health condition may all of a sudden fall off a cliff at some point. The stakes of ignoring the symptoms may be great. According to the U.S. National Institute of Health, insomnia can increase risk both for physical conditions, including stroke, heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, and more, and mental illnesses, including depression, anxiety, confusion, and frustration. There are even economic costs to sleeplessness. 
A 2013 RAND Corporation report suggested that lowered worker productivity caused by insufficient sleep cost the United States $411 billion U.S. dollars a year and 2% of its GDP. Although the country's first specialized center for treating sleep-related disorders was founded in 1982 at the Peking Union Medical College Hospital, sleep is not a specialization offered at most medical schools, and sleep disorders have begun to receive recognition from the public only in recent years. Dr. Sun estimates the number of sufferers at nearly 400 million but points out that there are only around 10,000 doctors in China who specialize in sleep treatment, and many are simply transferred from other hospital departments. Sometimes uh, patients know that they need professional help, but don't know where to find it, says Dr. Sun. Of course, not all sleeplessness can be classified as a medical condition. Only sleeplessness that occurs more than three times a week over a period of three months or more can be called insomnia. According to Dr. Sun, many so-called insomniacs probably just have irregular or unhealthy daily routines. Liu Anxi, a 27-year-old bank employee in Liaoning province, is typical of the latter. Liu says she hasn't had a good night's sleep in nearly a year, but admits to suffering stay-up-late compulsive disorder, a tongue-in-cheek name for being a night owl. Every night I tell myself I should go to bed early, but I just can't, she tells the world of Chinese. If I go to sleep, I will soon have to face another day of work. Liu Anqi's condition is common among the younger generations, according to the CMDA report, which found that over 27% of post-90s don't sleep until after 1 a.m., while 48% go to bed between 11 and 12 p.m. Over 30% need more than 30 minutes to fall asleep. Smartphones, the report notes, seems to be the main culprit. Nearly 60% of post-90s use their phones before sleep, and about 37% spend more than 50 minutes on them. I don't know what I'm doing with my phone, just checking social media, watching videos, says Liu Anxi. Then it's past midnight, and it's hard to fall asleep. This year's Tmall statistics show that 80% of their melatonin customers are post-90s, who also make up 62% of imported sleep aid product consumers. But although Liu Anxi admits to be feeling tired during the day, she doesn't want to change her habits. I just want to feel more conscious during the day, not sleep more at night, she says. The nighttime is so precious. I don't want to waste it on sleeping. She even quotes the 20th century writer Xiao Hong, What's the need to sleep long during life? After death, you can rest forever. Hopefully, though, China's insomniacs won't end up learning the truth of this saying the hard way. People should adjust their rest time on their own initiative, Dr. Liu, the psychiatrist, suggests. Only when you really want to change can the conditions become better. Sleepless in China is a story from our issue Tuning Up. To read the entire issue, become a subscriber and receive the full magazine. Alternatively, you can purchase the digital version from the iTunes store. Sun Jiahui, 
is a freelance writer and former editor at the World of Chinese. She writes about the Chinese language, society, and culture, and is especially passionate about sharing stories of China's ancient past with a wider audience. She's been writing for the World of Chinese for over six years and pens the Choice Chengyu column. Sleepless in China, published by the World of Chinese. Written by Sun Jiahui. Read to you by Cliff Larson.